First World Solutions, the problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom, and there's so much hand energy in the room right you now. You can't enunciate without flapping your hand flaps. Flapping your digits equals getting those ridgets. Ridgets <laughs> being the industry term the for The industry jokes. term for satisfied listeners high levels of comedic density every time we're pitching to networks they always ask hey what are your ridgets yeah we say too low we're sans gesture okay look hi i'm oscar hi i'm oscar oh the second one so many more ridgets yeah that's because i was using my digits there you go so the the science speaks for itself i Mm. worry that they're so kind of over exaggerated that the listener will just hear wind effects as it passes past the microphone. Is that not a good audio experience? That's part of the rigid philosophy. So if you can hear us, hello and welcome to the show. If all you can hear is it's because of the fucking enunciation karate all, next to if me. If all you can hear is whooshing, you're listening too slowly. You need to listen faster, that <laughs> way you'll be able to get on board. Or you need to cancel it out and do your own whooshing. Yes. Mm. Two need- whooshes make a nothing. Anti-whoosh. Anti-whoosh. Where were we? We were nowhere. anywhere. We've, we, we've not, we've we not... started with whoosh. Uh, now whoosh. we've ended up no. no whoosh. It's all down from here. Yeah. If our rigid count is appropriate for you, then please do feel free to continue listening. We're here to fix up the usual little gripes, little snaggles in your perfect life. Otherwise oh, perfect oh, I life. I like snaggles. Snaggles is a good word. It's, it sounds a bit cuter than than the other words we've been using, if I'm honest. It also sounds a bit made up comparative to the other words we've been using, which is why I think I like it. Yeah. We got a brand. We we've got our stamp on it. Snaggles. The Snaggle have we, stamp. Have we copyrighted it yet? Uh, hang on. That was me writing a document. Joe, you just rubbed your thighs. <laughs> no. How do you write a document? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is improv. That was uh, <laughs> classic legalese for drawing up a fourteen-page document. Wait, let me go again. I sign here, please. <laughs> okay. Watertight. <laughs> wow, so cool that we both signed at the same time using different pens. <laughs> We're here to fix up those snaggles, those little tweaks that are preventing your life from being perfect. Oscar, run us in. Hello. Um, <laughs> Oscar, say hello. hello. This is the Oscar segment now. Hello, welcome to the Oscar segment. It's a pleasure to have you. It has wind chimes. It has wind chimes. Oh, can we do that one episode? Just theme all of our prompts like yeah. set it up as a nice place to be each oh. with our own backing music and tone atonal cats Eight, well that's mine uh, if that's what you want to have that's if fine that's the world you want to create i didn't for the, choose for it it's just i'm amused for the cat screeches see i'm gonna go for now that's what i call massage parlor um <coughs> the compilations of all the greatest massage parlor music okay is that just it's just jazz lounge covers of um it's babbling brook with like a zither very far away or just like one of those kind of just a slither of like yeah but expanded out over like 400 times slower so it's <laughs> just it's just one of those yeah constantly it sounds like a lethargic bee yes that's <laughs> my backing music joel edit that in please for two seconds lethargic bee coming at you oh my god speaking of lethargic bee look there's a little insect on the floor it's not a bee. And we have a mascot for the episode. What's his name? Uh, he's a woodlouse, so obviously... Charlie. Charlie. Charlie the Woodhouse. Ch- Charlie the Woodhouse Woodlouse. Char- Charlie, Wo- Charlie Woodhouse. The, the Woodlouse. The gnarly Woodlouse. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about you, Charlie? You got any prompts for us? Charlie can't speak. He's mute. Or he's just choosing to listen. Oscar. <laughs> 
<laughs> As should we all, Tom. <laughs> this one comes from, let me work on the name. How, how okay, that's Sizjak? Sizjak. 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 Yeah. This one comes from Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> What's his Twitter handle? <laughs> Daniel and some other letters. <laughs> he says, I'm so sorry. The real struggle is trying to zip your jacket whilst holding your umbrella. Oh my word, yes. Ooh. This is becoming more of a problem because it's raining a lot more these days. Mm-hmm. The snow mm. came and went and it has left behind big grey clouds of not snow. That's what I like to call rain. Mm. Uh, so trying to actually do anything whilst it's raining in a big raincoat that you've got to give up comfort to use properly or you've got to give up you know manoeuvrability to use properly mm. something like something like trying to you know double down on being protected from the rain with an umbrella that's a bit more of a tough task i sympathize with this all too well because i've been really struggling to do my coat up whilst also trying to text or use my phone for music that mm. kind of thing like that has been getting in the way a lot recently and i need a way of basically i need i need a one-handed zip i think you should have one sleeve always attached to your coat so you can do it one-handed what? So your zip is... Uh, do you have floating sleeves? Your zip is attached to the wrist of your sleeve and you just up and down. Wait, so you, you only at any given point have one hand that is free? Yeah. What, and the other is attached to the entire side of your coat? Just the zip bit. So it's like when you're a kid and <laughs> your parents don't trust you to not lose your gloves so they pin them to your jacket. Yeah. But you don't trust yourself to... Be able to do your zip, so you pin your own arm to your jacket. I have Interest- several questions. Inter- okay, let's let's take a little bit of a detour then, because you say about trust from your parents. Do you remember mittens? Yeah. The, the- <laughs> no, oh yes, those hey, items of hey, yesteryear. Remember, shout out to mittens. Um, <laughs> Only '90s kids will remember this. <laughs> Did you ever have those pairs that had string that went across the back of your coat? Yeah. And so they, they couldn't. You couldn't drop your mittens. You couldn't take them off and throw them on the ground in a fit of toddler rage, because the string it it usurped you. Maybe that. But it's like elastic and it's hooked to the zip. I prefer So you just have to shrug. I prefer that a little more than mm. the than the constantly attached to the zip procedure because I, Joel can't uh, tell you this with words, but he is right now doing a motion like that of a robot arm, just going up and down in a zip motion. The trouble is, once you zip your coat all the way up, your hand is then just doing the pledge of allegiance everywhere you walk. Yeah, and a bit of patriotism wouldn't go amiss. <laughs> In Cold weather and, and patriotism. Go That's... hand in hand in sleeve. <laughs> I forgot the word for sleeve, and we've been talking about one specifically. Hand in coat neck arm. If you ever wanted to know how intently I'm listening during the recording of the show, that's a brief window into it there. Mm. I forgot the word we've been using predominantly for the last couple of minutes. I do quite like the idea of of the elastic, but at the same time, it's still not the most... Like, we'd still have to attach the zip by hand, right? Mm. And that's that's the bit that fucks people up. You can do the zip up one-handed, that's fine, but it's getting the little nub in in the little yeah. zip that it's the tough part. Okay. We need a way of making that one-handed. Magnets. I was just yep. about to say magnets. Fucking yep. magnets, man. Yeah. Get out of my Ain't brain. nobody fuck with magnets. I mean, we fuck with magnets near every episode. Mm. Yeah. That's because no one else is doing it. So we got- <laughs> <laughs> There's a big gap in the market and we are going to fill it with magnets. Only yeah. 90s kids will remember magnets. Oscar, are, yeah. you on a, are you on a 90s kid quest this week? I. The thing is... 
I don't really have that much of a right to be a 90s kid because by mm. the time the 90s ended, I was seven. So therefore, about 10 years away from being a useful. So yeah. And to be, let's be blunt here. How much of the 90s can you guys remember? I remember Power Rangers, but that doesn't count for anything. Well, no, they were still in the 2000s. That's like, what yeah. I mean. This... How many legitimate, clear memories do you have from the 90s? I remember, wait, were Yogs a 90s thing? Was no, that tried to make no, yogurt more extreme? That that was Yogs was uh, year six, so unfortunately, no, that oh, was two thousand. Damn, because oh. I remember asking for Yogs Just and mum and mum saying no, yogurts will do. I remember Pokemon was nineties. I remember Pokemon nineties. I, I distinct, remember Pokemon. I distinctly remember. Uh, welcome back to. Oh yeah, I remember the nineties yeah. podcast for the, all those. Kids. Only nineties kids will realize the theme of this episode. <laughs> it's the nineties. I remember discovering Pokemon when I was four years old by. Uh, we we went to a parents' evening at school, mm. and I I went to join the children while our parents were being complained at. There was this one older boy who had a Game Boy sat under a tree, and all us chitlins flocked to him to see what it was. Mm. The Messiah. And I, it literally <laughs> felt like it because we saw it, and, and just like the Sermon on the Mount, he just kind of turned his Game Boy around, and we all went ah without realizing what it was we were seeing because it was just a turtle with guns. Whoa! It's so lifelike. That's yeah. Cool. At the time, oh my god, I can't even count all these pixels. <laughs> One, oh, oh, no, two, oh I did it. Is. I got yeah. to 64 and I, I'm done. So zips. Yes. Zips. <laughs> now, we need magnets. Now, hang on. We know it's magnets. We know. We, all, That's we always easy. know it. The zip magnets. is no longer teeth, it's magnets. Done. However, ad campaign. Mm. Kid under a tree. Okay. In the rain. <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. Base camp. If he's, <laughs> hang, no, if he's under the tree, the tree is doing the job of the coat. However... He's he needs to leave the tree because he's late for dinner. He's having um, sausage and chips. Sausage and chips. What a lucky boy! No beans. The beans were for only pudding. if he's good. Only if he puts his coat on. Okay, that was he's my having, deal. He's having coat dependent beans. Um, <laughs> he turns around. He's already got his umbrella out. He's not going to put it down again because his mama sh- hasn't shown him how. So he doesn't want to be stuck without it. Okay. So now he has to do his coat up with only one hand. Gosh, what a travesty! But this sermon on the hill from the kid, he turns around and he just sort of throws the two bits together and they just <laughs> magnetize and he goes on his merry little way. Directed what by Francois Wilhelm Schmidt. <laughs> what are we calling this product? Um, Magnazip. Lock coat. Lock coat. I was you will it. never escape. <laughs> I was going to call it Ziplock, but that's something else. Yeah. Um, lock zip. <laughs> we we could yeah really fly close to the sun with lock zip. What about nip lock because it's mm. a bit chilly out? <laughs> no, that's just a fucking bondage thing. Kids love bondage. <laughs> Everybody knows kids love bondage. We can't get in trouble if we said it across two people. Yeah, I just said kids love, and I just said bondage. No one's made a mistake while going to jail. <laughs> yes, good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I do. N- um, I do now worry that somebody on the internet will have all the ammo needed to put us in jail. Yeah, I can never say now the words kids love <laughs> exactly, and you can never I say can the never word say bondage. That other <laughs> okay, cool. I'm going to be on edge for the rest of my life. So, product name: mm, Niplock. <laughs> Niplock. No, kids. no, no. Wait, wait. Nipcock, because it might catch your penis. Nipcock for kids. <laughs> Nipcock for kids. <laughs> magnets. They're very powerful magnets. <laughs> <laughs> Nipcock for kids featuring magnets. Feet magnets. Feet magnets. <laughs> now that's what I call coat. <laughs> I think that's absolutely perfect. Call that a job done? Yes. If you've got any better product names, please do leave them in the comments below because I think we might need a rebrand if we're going to pass certification. What, Nipcock for kids? Nipcock for kids. <laughs> what if I told you the Watch four? Watch your was, junk. What if I told you the four was the number four? 
and the kids had a Z. <laughs> so there's four kids in this Nipcock. Yeah. <laughs> Nipcock four. Nipcock four kids. <laughs> Nipcock. It's the Nipcock four kids. They're here to save the day. <laughs> the nip- oh, thank God. The Nipcock four. <laughs> Wait, no. That's the advert. A child is struggling with a zip. Under a tree. <laughs> Under a tree. Night. It's raining. Uh, he's struggling with a zip. And then out of nowhere, he's just, I just, just can't do it. And then you just hear just a rampaging set of footsteps. Mm. Cut to the Nipcock 4 kids. A battle cry <laughs> bouncing <laughs> off the hills. <laughs> As they come stampeding across the field, forced into one bondage coat. Oh yeah, they're kids. What are they going to get the money for four individual coats? <laughs> yeah, they got one coat. They share. Nipcock 4 arriving on TV soon. If you've got any other suggestions <laughs> for the Nipcock 4, a better product for them to sell... <laughs> to our children of the nation (laughs) then please do leave it in the comments below because i'm desperate to hear a better idea in the meantime though tom what you got for us i'm here um tell you what sticking on the theme this comes to us which uh, theme (laughs) this was submitted to us on our twitter um from anthony martin that's amnth221 on twitter thank you very much who says where should i look in a nudist sauna (laughs) anywhere i look seems awkward yeah, because if you don't look, it's like you're trying. Yeah. And if you do look, what, what are you looking for? Well, this is the thing, right? If you do look, you're mm. kind of like surreptitiously like, oh, oh, and it's kind of bad. I think you have to go full hog and make a very outward point that you are confidently looking. Mm. Make a choice. Make a choice to look. Pick a member. <laughs> by which I mean a person in the sauna. <laughs> I know pick what you their mean. member. Pick a member's member. And let's let's work on the basis of a human body. Obviously, mm. there's the, the the danger zone kind of in the middle area. Yeah. Is it weirder if we work from both ends of the body? So is mm. it weirder to stare at the top of their head or the bottom of their feet? Uh, it depends how intent. The when you say the bottom of the feet, I mean like yeah. the, that, not like the sole of the foot. Lift up a minute. Lift up. Oh yeah. Lift those knees. Oh, that's what, oh, I'm, yeah. that's what that's I wanted. What to. I, want. I think number one, you don't ask people to lift their knees in a sauna right. where everyone's naked. Up your knees. So is it weird to look at the top of the head or the feet? I think feet is weirder. I think feet's weirder. Yeah, because you can pass off. Close to eye contact if you go to the top of the head. Yeah, but yeah. then again, direct, unblinking eye contact in a nude sauna is, is very... Mm. I think like, that's a power play. This is a moment. You and yeah. I are having a moment. Yeah. But if you have a moment with everyone... Yeah, equality. It'll be nice and... Oh, okay. So work out average eye line. Don't start spinning. Yeah. Just, okay. Just get, get, get... Everyone gets hit. All we could do, though, is get those chairs from, um, you know, passport booths. We take your photo and they like spin to go up and down. <laughs> I'm aware. So you just spin all the chairs until everyone's eyeline is at the same height. Yeah. So everyone comes in, they pick their chair, the eyeline is set, maybe there's like a red laser beam. Oh, uh, I like it. Yeah. It goes across and everyone says, set your chairs accordingly. So they, they come up and then everyone's at the same eye height. And then you take it in turns sitting in the middle and just whizzing around. <laughs> That's, That's a fun activity. It's not the most relaxing experience I've ever seen. Just, it's your turn in the stair yeah, I chair. I kind of forgot about the centripetal effects on penises as well. Yeah. That I could mean, be interesting. That's kind that, of... that's, it's much harder not to look when it is being windmilled around. Yeah, but well, horizontally. Here's what I think. You are going to have a much easier time hiding that you're looking at anyone if everyone's eyes are fixed on your penis. If they're all staring at your penis, they won't be looking at your eyes, they won't know where your eyes are, so you can look wherever you want. Okay, I like that. Okay, so we need to find a way of making the most showboatingly awesome penis. Yeah, you gotta showboat your rowboat. 
That's what I call my, I call my penis the rowboat. The, ro- the rowboat. The rowboat. Yeah. And Hand is operated. It, is it a two-man canoe? It's, it only seats one. So how do you... How do you... I was going to say gentrify, but I don't think that's the right word. No, I don't think so. I no. think Joel was onto something with googly eyes. Mm. I think googly eyes. What about downplaying the rest of your body? Maybe some camouflage. What are you saying? Paint the rest of your body the same I'm as I'm saying... Get a suit that goes from tip to toe. It's a nudist sauna, Joel. Yeah, but like skin coloured. But then when you put it on, it goes all yeah, fancy. But, but this is the problem. If you walk into a nudist sauna and you're nude, mm. that's fine. If you walk into a nudist sauna and you're disguised as some tiles or like some decking. <laughs> with a dick still out. With, obviously your dick still out. Yeah. If you disguise yourself as that and then get discovered, that's cause for concern. Yeah, I'm not worse. saying that they don't know you're there. Oh, what? Just you, you loudly announce. You loudly, hello. <laughs> I am a tile man. But you go in and it's just the penis they can see because everything else is coated. Yeah. yeah. They can't argue that you're dressed, really. If your penis is out, you're not dressed. Well, you are. If I if I just kind of flopped my dick out of my jeans, but kept all my clothes on, I'm not naked. You're not dressed anymore, though, are you? <laughs> yes, not, I am. You're not fully dressed. Like my hands are out right now. Yeah. Am I not fully dressed? It's the penis that matters. <laughs> is that? Are you saying that's what all clothes are for? Where do we stand on the butt? I think the butt is. I was going to say a modifier. It's more, it was a modifier. Go yeah. on. So if your penis is out, but your butt is <laughs> this not. This is penis by way of you're butt. Pr- you're pretty naked, but if your butt is out as well, you're like hella naked. If you answered the door and you're just in your jeans, you'd say you're half dressed. Yeah. If you answered your door in just a t-shirt yeah. with your dick hanging out, you're more than half undressed. You're more than half undressed. <laughs> you're, barely, you're, like, you're barely. You're dressed. barely dressed. You're, you're barely dressed. Yeah. And that's because the penis is out. Yeah, but okay, fine. QED. You're- I'm st- I'm still need to I still need to get my head around this. You're in full winter gear: hat, scarf, mm. gloves, puffy jacket, mm. like Arctic trousers. Mm. One ball bag is out. <laughs> what, as opposed ball to bags? Yeah, yeah, as as many. <laughs> All of your ball bags are out. Yeah. yeah, one ball is poking out. How naked are you? Forty percent. I just don't. I just don't see it. I don't. Don't see. You're, you're fully clothed. Okay. There's just a bit of skin there. You know, this is this is quite similar to the argument we had in, I think, our first Epi- ever episode. Episode one, we're bringing it back. Because I don't think we ever had a conclusive no. scale. No. I we... think we all went away going, ah, yes, everyone saw my way of things. <laughs> and it's been brewing under the surface okay. for, for like a year now. Yeah, well, the easiest way to work out each everyone's individual take is, mm. Tom, yeah. how would you... Deal with this issue yourself. Clearly aren't going to be coming to uh, like an yeah. agreement on can, how to deal with this. We can throw out the bodysuit. So okay. how would you specifically deal with the sauna nudity conundrum? Okay, so we've talked about the idea of glamming up your dick so that everyone's looking so that you can look elsewhere freely, mm. right? Yeah. Mirrorball dick. I was thinking dip it in glitter, but... It accomplishes the same goal. We're on the, we're, me and Joel are on the same wavelength. Yeah, <laughs> eventually. <laughs> okay. I was going to go just like dip it in again, but I was going to dip it in like some brightly colored paint. Okay. Okay. So like fluorescent orange, something that isn't okay, why do, in why, nature. Why don't we do the actual shaft as a mirror ball and then one ball in paint, one ball in glitter? I don't know how separate your balls are, but <laughs> I know we've established you have multiple ball I have, bags. I have a lot. Um, okay. Well, I that's think- fine then. Would it not be make more sense to have two mirror balls and then a coloured glittery penis? That that will yeah. be they'll they'll look at that for less time because that's more 
front of the mill. Yeah, oh, that's that's you, mo- you want you want a confusing dick. <laughs> that's understandable. You want to confuse him with your. You penis. want some kind of decorated penis in such a way that it's an unknowable, hideous Lovecraftian horror. <laughs> you want bamboozling balls. The whole um, point of this is to have them stare at it for long enough that you can just have free reign of looking at other people. Mm. So, yeah, it's got to hold attention for like half an hour. Yeah, mm. so it's got to be pretty mesmerizing. Why do, that, if that's the case, actually, why don't we eschew this entirely and just write a riddle across your penis? Yeah, all right. Mm. And they just look, or like, or like a puzzle. And they just like, oh, oh, fuck, I don't know. Riddle could me I, dicks. Could I, <laughs> riddle me dicks. Sorted. That's the brand name. Riddle me dicks. What hey. would exa- what would it, an example of a riddle be? On a dick. Just, no, just just a regular riddle. Just a regular old, just run of the mill. Just, just one of those riddles we all know. Just a regular dick riddle. I have a mouth, <laughs> but I never speak. I have a bed, but I never sleep. I'm not a dick. What am I? <laughs> So it's all normal riddles, but it but just they has that. But they're all about definitely not penises. I spit on you when I'm happy. Um, <laughs> I'm not a dick. What no. am I? A camel. You filthy people. I have a door, no lock, no lid. But inside my walls, a golden treasure is here. I'm not, not a, a dick. dick. <laughs> what am I? For the last time. Now, one last thing. <laughs> one last thing. Okay. All riddles are quite long form. They're yeah. quite verbose. <laughs> yes. Okay. How are they going to be able to read it if it's on your penis? Constant direction. Uh, well, even so, <laughs> yes, you're going to have to go quite close. Yes. I'm thinking a flag system <laughs> where it's attached at one end. You walk in with it wrapped around, and then kind of just windmill it off, and it just hangs down. <laughs> Like a parchment. So, so you're saying like, you know how those scrolls used to be in medieval times that would ah, come yeah. up and it was rolled up. A herald would A herald, up. yeah. So you basically... Only you just... 1690s kids will remember yeah. scrolls. <laughs> so basically what you do is you turn up with your penis, you hold, you hold the end of your dick in one hand... <laughs> <laughs> and then like you, a dick riddling yeah. herald you unfurl yeah. <laughs> the ancient scrolls you grab the kind of <clears throat> you grab the tassel that's hanging down in the middle and you just yeah. and then just <laughs> just a riddle attached to parchment <laughs> because what you're forgetting is you need to not only hold their attention but grab their attention initially and yep. that's going to be the way to do it <laughs> If there's a fanfare immediately followed by the yeah. unfurling of a great scroll. <laughs> the great scroll is just a great dick name in general. Mm. It's just the great scroll. All eyes on the great scroll. Oh. What if someone else tries and pulls this move? What it, if you've got two people with a riddle me dick? You've got you've got to have a harder riddle to crack. Because if everyone's doing it, it's got to be like, like, oh, that dude's riddle. We know that. It's a river. Uh. Let's move on to the other one. Oh, shit. I don't know that one. This one's talking about shafts. I do worry, however, that, like, riddles were basically the mind game of yesteryear. Mm. What if this escalates to the point where people are bringing in Sudoku puzzles? I think interactive riddle me dicks are going to be an issue. Yeah, it's going to be a no-touch zone. I think there are are specialist saunas for people who want to do a crossword. Yeah, fetish saunas. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The brain teaser and dick pleaser society. So, riddle me dicks, the the new scroll-based aversion tactic... This is a very randy episode. John, yeah. can you help us out with this? I, I'm not sure. Let me try. <laughs> I really hope you've got something slightly more PG. I've got one here from Big Dick 69. Help, I'm not fucking right. Principle of sex. Imagine being the, the king, like the principle of sex. I get to decide the sex rules. I am Richard Wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> principle of sex college. <laughs> 
I have one here. <laughs> I have one here, which is hopefully a little more PG. That's what I thought about the coat one. But... Yeah, well, it, this one comes from Reddit. User meboyo1. Ah, my first boy. <laughs> my, this comes from my first boy. Who says, when I have a little free time in the mornings, I waste just the right amount of time so that I end up running late every day anyway. I'm a real sucker for this. Every day that I wake up with enough time, more than enough time, because the way I've structured my routine, meaning shower in a panic, get dressed in a panic, run out the door in a panic... Mm. Panic is all you know. Panic is all I know. And yeah. I have to waste time to get to the panic stage. Absolutely. Like, I, I feel really lost if I actually wake up and do everything in the correct order in enough time. Mm. It's it's kind of better now that so much of my routine is bed-based in the morning. Like, I can answer emails in bed. I can plan my day. I can do a lot of my stuff. However, when that comes to an end round about 10 o'clock, I'm then sat there knowing that the next stage is get out of bed. Mm. And I don't do it. I don't do it for probably another half an hour until everything is then rushed for the next hour and a half. Well, particularly as well, if you're like you're in that situation and you go, well, I've already done things now. Yeah. Like if I hadn't done things by now, I don't have to start the next stuff for a while because I've already got something behind it. Get out hmm. of my brain. Yeah, it's um, you need the you need the fear. You do need the fear. You need the fear. Mm. If my if my university, sixth form, school, any kind of experience is anything to go by. I don't do anything <laughs> unless there's some kind of immediate looming consequence. Yeah. Almost physical danger. To Almost yeah. physical danger. Yeah. yeah, it's either, oh man, I'm not going to get my degree or my mum's going to give me a really good talking to. Okay, so why don't we take it a step further and bring in a system where actual physical danger is threatened to you unless you get up? You're talking about sore. Close. I'm not so sure physical danger is something that's going to get us a lot of users. But maybe if we can bring that almost danger to every stage of the process. I mean, I have a Randy solution. I don't want... PG! <laughs> you want this to be PG? Yes. Fine, you'll never know the Randy solution. I'm, I'll take I'm, the Randy solution <laughs> off the air. I'm glad. Special we'll just fuck our way out! <laughs> So right, our, our PG solution is take the retribution and put it earlier in the day. Go on. So rather than having this stress, of, am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? I finish the things that I'm doing. Oh, shit, I didn't make it. Mm. Too late. Too late in the process. You wake up. Maybe there's a big, you know, in cartoons, they have the big heavy weight. Maybe there's one of them over your bed. Maybe your alarm clock goes off and then five minutes later, that drops. Well, this is what I was going for with the saw trap thing and Oscar poo-pooed this. Mm. It might have been me, actually. I, might, I may have, Oscar, I'm sorry. You got caught in the crossfire. I, I, may, I may have gone, uh, saw traps. Yeah. What about saw, saw traps? Yes. <laughs> this is why I was thrown. <laughs> why don't we make it so that the physical danger isn't really there, but something physical still is? You wake up and your alarm is synced to the mechanism. Uh, okay. What you do is the moment well, what's, you... What's it synced to? The mechanism. The mechanism. Okay. So basically you turn off your alarm. The mechanism begins. Over the next half an hour, the left-hand side of your bed slowly pushes you to the right as you, or whichever side you get out of. Uh, yeah, if you get out on the left, you're yeah. fucked. Don't buy <laughs> you the can't mechanism. Do, it. Uh, do not buy the mechanism. But 
as it uh, starts going, it's just one enormous steel block, basically, that slowly covers the bed. So you still got 10 to 15 minutes of comfortably lying there doing nothing if that's what you're needing and that's what you're into. Mm. But slowly but surely, you are getting off this bed, whether you are willing to or not. I do worry that I would just roll on top of the steel block and keep sleeping. It's very, very cold or very, very hot. Depending on the season. Yeah. <laughs> Much like, the, you know, most of you will know your own mess, massive steel blocks. It'll be just like that, but you'll be less in control of it. Absolutely. Okay. So this isn't like your run-of-the-mill stationary steel block that most people have in their flats. No. This is one hooked up to a mechanism. Yeah, and also you can't use your existing massive steel block. You are going to have to purchase another one. Yeah. You but we're doing a, a great um, trade-in proposition at the moment. If you bring in your stationary steel block, we can exchange it for a small fee for the new mechanism-powered steel block. I like it. Any qualms with the system? One qualm. Yeah. If your bed's against a wall, it is a saw trap. Yes. Yeah. That's, but, I mean, as long as we're aware of well, it. Well, no, because if your bed's against the wall, you have to have a, an area you can get out The block of. will come from the wall. Yeah, the block will come from the wall. And push you towards the Because wall. otherwise, there's no way of getting out of your bed anyway. The foot? Well, then it'll come from the head. Yeah, okay, this is, this is, this is fine. That was my main concern. I just, yeah. like, I just pictured... No one's getting crushed today. Think okay. of it like sweeping some detritus off a diary. The detritus yeah. you are on the diary that is your own bed. <laughs> you disgusting waste of skin. It's essentially a very slow-moving Wallace and Gromit gadget. Yeah. And I'm awesome. kind of okay And everyone loves Wallace and Gromit, but the worst thing about those scenes is that they go by too quickly. They're so fast. What I want is a 45-minute scene of Wallace getting out of bed. I want a play-by-play. The bed goes up. The bed continues to go up. The bed's almost at its peak. A cheese joke. He's got to entertain himself somehow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as he's on the way up for 30 minutes, he's just going like... Oh, no, Wensleydale? No, no, there's no, no, there's no pun there's in there. Well, no, he's just getting them ready because when he comes through the floor, he needs to have a zinger to hit <laughs> yeah. Gromit with. He's practiced some. You know, he's got, he's not, it's unrealistic to expect someone to have one just like ready to go every morning when they come through the hatch. Mm. So this way makes much more sense for Wallace to be going, okay, cool. So I've got about 25 minutes to workshop something Gouda based. That's his, uh, I'm feeling Gouda today. We'll have that on the back burner. I think I've used that one before. Yeah. Yeah. However, he is a dog, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> he probably will just grunt and roll his eyes either way. Maybe, maybe that was always a thing. Maybe the scenes have just been sped up in post. Yeah. They only had a set amount of time each episode could be. And when they pitched it to TV networks asking for an hour and a half episodes, they went, well, no. Because there's not an hour and a half of content. 45 minutes is just you going through the floor. <laughs> They've only spent five minutes on the moon. The rest of it is just him getting out of bed. Yeah, weird that the rocket scene actually was pretty quick. <laughs> Veritably, well, how slow can a rocket go? Yeah, they actually had to, they had to speed that scene up as well because the rocket was powered by the mechanism. <laughs> so it just crawled its way into space. That's not fun to watch. No. Interesting for a bit, but... And a bit disconcerting, to be honest. I don't want to think about something crawling its way upwards yeah, just, into the sky. Just no. being pushed <laughs> by very steel slowly block. by one very tall steel block <laughs> into space. Just kind of falls onto the moon. There we go. Okay. So the mechanism, yep. the mechanism the which mechanism. is just a steel block. Yep. And it, it fits on your bed mm-hmm. and pushes you out of bed. It goes in the shower, pushing you out the shower. Yep. <laughs> It goes across the breakfast counter. Yep, goes on the sofa. Goes on the sofa. Goes across your TV screen. And there's oh. a, there's actually just one that shuts you in the front door and won't let you out. Yeah. So you have to leave before. It will slowly come down the windows too. Yeah. It's very Indiana Jones, that one. Yeah. If you leave your hat behind, you you do always have 
somehow an extra few seconds to go back and get it, even it, though the door has definitely already it shut. It does come with hat sensor technology, yes. I'm yeah. glad you did bring that up. <laughs> it's a safe thing, and like the hats are the first thing we have to take There you go, that, that's our tagline. The mechanism. A safe place for hats. <laughs> but not you. <laughs> if you're caught in this, you'll be crushed to smithereens. I do worry, then, that we've created one loophole where you just go to bed with a lot of hats. Yeah, uh, but I mean, people are always going to find a way. People always find a way to procrastinate. That's the way. Just hat guards. <clears throat> a hat onesie. <laughs> a onesie made of hats in a bed made of hats. And then the mechanism, the mechanism will become confused. Yeah. So okay. Wallace and Gromit style, but Wallace and Gromit at the pace it was actually yeah. Real-time performed. Wallace and Gromit style. Uh, yeah. All right. And that'll, that'll keep you on your toes. <clears throat> We're going to move on now to But Better. The section of the show where we take our own suggestions for such fanciful things that we could bring to the modern world to make your life just that little bit more perky. This week we have Eat and Greet. Eat and Greet's one of mine. It all stems from this. <laughs> it all started it all, in the years ago. Well, in the 90s. It, well, for me, everything did start in the 90s. <laughs> Time may as well have begun in the 90s. I'm aware that it existed before I came to be. It wasn't relevant, though. But to you. Very hard for me to connect with on a personal level on account of the fact that I wasn't a person. So, this particular issue all began... I don't know when it began, but I had a very specific instance of it yesterday. Sunflower seeds. They're a great little snack to have on the go. I don't believe you. Sunflower seeds are great. Ooh. Don't knock it till you tried it. It's great. Look how look how great they turn into when they're flowers. Or in your belly. Well, yeah. I haven't seen one yet. Just a sunflower <laughs> just just erupts from your mouth. Why do you think I have such a bright disposition? It's all the flowers in me. Anyway, I am used to seeing sunflower seeds just pre-sorted, pre-prepared. So they're just like these little things. Kat and I were going past uh, one of the Polish delicatessens on our road yesterday and went oh there's a big bag of sunflower seeds for 80p what a great deal and uh they you know we opened them up as normal went oh they look a bit different but that's fine and uh had a big old mouthful of them only to realize after i think the second big mouthful of them i'd been eating them with shells on so kind of like the equivalent of eating a monkey nut with the shell on oh yeah because i didn't know i thought they just looked different yeah, I didn't know there was a. You had to like crack the shell and open the thing out itself. Very embarrassing for me, but mm. I feel like I'm not the only person who's had that particular problem. I have made the monkey nut issue a, a thing a, a lot of times. I don't. I don't. How do, I was gonna say. How do you not yeah. make Max Blake <laughs> once and go? Ah, there's a shell. Because how often do you eat monkey nuts? Well, it's true. I mean, yeah, that is true. I get. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I give you that. You forget. You do. But my main thing is about certain foods don't come with an instruction manual. Okay. okay. It's a lot of the time it is nuts and seeds because they all kind of look fairly similar. Yeah. What I'm thinking of is some kind of an expo where a spokesperson for all the confusing food groups comes and explains everything about that food to you. A lot of the time, you walk past something like a celeriac that looks like a big, like it looks like a rubber band ball, but mm. vegetable form. Yeah. And you look at that and go, that's gross. Why would I eat that? But there's a way to cut into it to get the good part out. So what I'm suggesting, like a meet and greet, but an eat and greet for food, where a mm. spokesperson for the more confusing, less instantly accessible foods explain the way to correctly uh, to correctly use them. Now, okay. this okay. leads me to my first kind of question. You've, you've already kind of touched on it with monkey nuts mm. being an issue. Is there any other thing that you've been a bit perplexed by from a food standpoint? So has anyone here eaten edamame? I've had some. Yes. Have you had edamame served in their skins? Yeah. I was not informed 
that the skins are not edible when I, they were first placed in front of me. Yeah. So they were there, coated in this delicious sauce. Yeah. And I was like, this looks wonderful. I can't, I can't wait. What you're supposed to do is bite down on the skin mm. and use all your suction power to take the beans out of the skin and then discard the skin in the empty bowl they brought alongside it. Yeah. My brain didn't register the empty bowl alongside it. I no. saw a bowl of tasty beans. So I just popped it straight in my mouth, yeah. crunched a bit. You're used to eating runner beans, munch yeah. all that kind of stuff. It looks it's all exactly the same. I, yeah, and I had the, exactly the same. I got pretty much all the way through a whole portion, and I thought to myself, wow, that's pretty good value. Like, I struggled to finish that. Yeah. That's a great sharing this dish, was, because that's not for one man. Found out I'd eaten a lot of needless roughage. Yeah, turns out, really does clog you up. There's yeah. a reason you don't eat edamame skins. Mm. Not fun, but... Like, Conversely, mm. kiwis, I thought you had to take the fur off, because no other food expects you to eat fur. Yeah, peach to a very small degree, but that's not. Yeah, that's, that's like nowhere near fur, yeah. kiwi fur. No. no, kiwi fur is like a shaggy. Kiwi is fucking Chewbacca. outer coat. Yeah, you carpet your house with kiwi. Fur. Like the first time I saw one of my friends just chowing down on a raw, unpeeled kiwi, I, was I have like, never seen this. What the actual fuck are you doing to yourself? <laughs> Where did you go wrong? Why are you eating that dog? Also, just like outside to inside contrast, a kiwi's got to be up there with the biggest shock value because who yeah. looked at that and went, "Oh no." I bet there's something good in there. Dude, no, I know the number one for that. Pineapple. That's true. That's the scary... Like, imagine being the first man to find a pineapple. That's the most outwardly aggressive fruit you've Although, ever seen. having said that, pineapple kind of lures you in by saying, I'm so aggressive, there must be something good in yeah. there. I am literally a fortress fruit. Whereas kiwi is just a very spherical small dog. It's a very, very <laughs> small dog. Yeah. yeah. It's like a spherical fruity hamster that you just bite into, apparently. Yeah. Have you ever tried it? Have you tried eating it with a fur? No, because I don't like kiwi. Your tongue, your tongue can't sense the fur. It just tastes like kiwi still. Oh, that's really it's disconcerting. Really disconcerting. And I think that would be a great lecture at the uh, ENG Expo. Yeah, I, I do like ENG 2K18. What, is it just a guy who comes up on stage with a big stack of papers, like sorts them all out and then just... <clears throat> No introduction, takes a bite out of a kiwi and everyone in the audience loses their mind. Like, <gasps> ah! No, I think what I it's prefer, like, yeah. uh, I, I think it's like, uh, are you aware of GDC? No, it's I'm Games not. Developers Conference. Basically, you go there and there are tons and tons of industry professionals all hosting their own talk. Mm. And if you want to go to a specific thing on a specific subject, you go and you listen to that. So I think you go there and you look at the schedule and there's kiwis, what to do when there's no spoon. And yeah. you're just like, oh, okay, I could, I could maybe fuck with that. And then you kind of look down and they say, pineapple, the friend Friendlier fruit you never knew. And you're like, oh, okay, fair enough, we can maybe go to this. Oh, my granites, stick with it. It's yeah. worth it, I swear. I really... There's a talk just called The Bean Hour. And you're just like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I've had problems with beans before. Let's go. I do like having it be a massive multimedia conference, a multi-venue conference. However, I do also like the dispassionate list of one man just... <laughs> <clears throat> First item, kiwis with the skin. <laughs> Puts his paper to the side. Second item. Item two, <laughs> pineapples. Give it a go. We must be able to come up with one more food than kiwis, pineapples, and edamame. Um, is there like a pasta-based one? Well, how badly can you eat pasta? Noki. Don't worry, it's not eyeballs. Okay. Light cheese. It's a lot of effort, but still pretty nice. Pomegranate. Nothing really here to work with. Po po pomegranate. <laughs> I know it kind of looks like a fucked up onion, but there's some real good stuff in there, I swear. Speaking of, onions. Cook them. <laughs> Yeah, how basic do we go? Do we just like garlic? Not, not a the, fruit. Yeah, garlic, not a fruit. <laughs> garlic, don't eat all the papery stuff on the outside. <laughs> Apples, stop before the middle. <laughs> Oranges, I, don't eat the most colourful part. 
I see, I, this is just feeding into my, uh, my GDC idea, just endless talks with names like that that you can choose mm. to go to. Then you build up a portfolio of your problem foods. Okay. No one wants to sit through the three hours that it takes for the man to get to your thing in his list. What if there's a clash? What if you want to go see... Well, that's the case with every kind of festival or mm. expo, isn't it? Yeah, You've you got to play to into the environment. Catch up with some of your squad that went with yeah. you and, and see what they... You're just going to have to go next year. You see a guy who's got a pineapple in one hand and a coconut in the other hand, and he goes, Oh, oh I, I know one of these is... There's got to be something good in one of these. <laughs> are, we, are we having brand representatives as well? Like Muller Corner, I know, on their own, average, but together? Okay. Maybe, you know, I can kind of see that so that it would be like um, kind of fruit puree. Don't worry, mix as well. Sponsored by Muller. Yeah. Yeah. E and G. E and E. E and G 18. N G. Yeah. E and G. I just, I did, I did like you found with edamame beans. I got about two or three minutes in and I just had this mouthful of shell. Mm. Just going, I like parts of the taste of this, <laughs> but. The this, overall experience yeah. is lacking. I don't want to admit that I've been this much of an idiot to <laughs> Kat. She was there going like, okay, I don't really like it. She was smart and took one. I took about 20. So I was just kind of... That's a lot of shards. It was yeah. a lot of shards. I did just have to give up and spit them all in the bin. and went, I know that there's got to be a better way. So yeah, this yeah. is for all the infomercial moments mm. of when you, you, you fuck up a food. You don't food good. <laughs> That's the advert. You fuck up food? Come down to ENG. Yeah. Come to my talk. Pistachios, the clam of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Clams, the pistachios of the sea. <laughs> These are two clashing talks. Yeah, of course. In, in next door to each other. Hosted by feuding brothers. <laughs> Hi, it's me, Daniel Jones, here to talk about the clam and this. And you just hear. Don't listen to Daniel Jones! <laughs> you just kind of hear through the wall. Hello, it's Douglas Jones. Welcome to the clam talk. <laughs> Dan and the Doug. clam hour. <laughs> clam Dan and Doug. How do you guys hear any pistachios? You get the fuck out! Clam up with Dan Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> or pistachio yo with... <laughs> pistachio yo. Pistachio yo. That's fucking amazing. So, choose your side. Um, come on down to ENG 18. With all your confusing unpeeled Look. goods. <laughs> Do you have to bring something with you, like a potluck? I don't think thing? you have to, but there's going to be someone there who knows something. So they'll, this is yeah. your best chance. There'll be a booth. There'll yeah. be a booth. Yeah. So you'll bring. You think you, you know, I've got? I bought rice, but it's so it tastes like packing material. It, it's so crunchy. I, I don't see how anyone can get through it. And then you go to rice. Try water. <laughs> and you're like, oh fuck, oh, fuck. Okay. Now I can enjoy this rice that I brought. So one last thing about this expo before we wrap mm. this whole thing up. Uh, things like E3, GDC, EGX, all that kind of thing. Big presence of cosplayers and models. <laughs> <laughs> Who's dressing up as an orange? The, obviously, uh, that the uh, the brand representatives would be the ones coming as the the, the sexy fruits, the bananas, the oranges, the yeah. uh, the passion okay. fruits, the pears. The fans are the ones coming as pistachios, pistachios <laughs> coming as a coconut, as a pineapple. Yeah, so coming down to ENG eighteen cosplayers. What would your outfit be? Do you have to come as your confusing food? I think you come as a food that you have sussed. Okay. Oh, that you're, you're an expert. So it's kind of like saying like, hey, I'm the pistachio dude. Ask yeah. me about pistachios. You bring a food that you're confused about and you yeah. find someone dressed as that food. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, that, oh, just thought, another thing of it, because like you were saying about cosplayers and things like that, there's costume contests in these yeah. a lot of the time. Mm. What the costume contest can be is a dramatic reveal of the way to prepare that food. So I would come as the most recent example, a sunflower seed with the shell on, but then before the costume contest, they get up on stage and then I crack the shell open 
open and then I'm just the sunflower seed inside. They go, ah, mm. it's a shell. Oh, fuck. Okay, so if you've come as mozzarella, yeah. you have to wear like a bodysuit full of water. <laughs> you're just swimming yeah. around. <laughs> yeah, you're in stasis. Yeah. You come on stage, just slit your belly and all the water falls out. And you go, look, delicious cheese for melting. <laughs> Don't do anything with the water. <laughs> just throw okay. it away. Okay, so Joel, what would your costume be? Mozzarella. You would come as yeah. mozzarella? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm a sunflower seed. What would you be? I, I would come as Charitha. <laughs> Okay. Because don't, don't eat the string. <laughs> Basically, yes. <laughs> Watch out for that steel bit at the end. Yeah, there's there's metal in this. It's... Chop off the head and don't eat it like a sausage. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. That's a twofer. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't eat the string. Don't eat the metal. <laughs> and how are you, how's that costume coming together? Not well. You... I'm not gonna lie. It's a bit dicky. Oh. We were, so we're back to Randy. Oh, we no. were so close. My Randy crusade is at an end. I'm going to leave Tom's uh, chorizo costume for the imagination of our listeners. Um, if you want to send in some fan art, be our guest. Actually, you know what? Yeah, if you could send in fan art of all of us in our costumes uh, at ENG, I, I just want to see this so badly now. Mm. Just make sure I'm number one on the podium. What the dripping, podium? dripping on everything. It's a competition. There's got to be a podium with flowers. Wait, so your costume is just you in very tight trunks, very wet. Well, I've got like that I membrane. Mean, what you've just described, how's that not going to win? <laughs> I mean, come on. And you you are just dressed in black saying, I'm a sunflower seed. Well, no, I'm, and then I'm, there's me I'm next to you. Opening up a big shell and exposing my naked body underneath. Yeah. Oh no, I'm a streaker. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> See, that, that's streaker. the talk. Sunflower seeds. The streakers of nuts. Yeah. With that, we hope to see you at ENG this year. What do you think, in July? You want it to be one of the hotter months to really, yeah. you know... Yeah, mid-August. Yeah, most of the fun foods are summer foods. So, there you go. ENG, this August. Come on down. Wear your best food. <laughs> uh, I really want to see someone come dressed as an orange, but they just, like, sellotaped orange peel. Well, yeah, because you've got to be able to peel it off. It'll be oh. Velcro, Velcro, I think. Oh. Velcro orange peel. That's so distressing. Body. Uh, so come on down uh, but in the meantime we have been First World Solutions and thank you so much for listening I think if you have enjoyed what you've heard on the show then please do share it around with your friends we've got iTunes we've got SoundCloud um, hit up your friends show them what we're about then you can talk to them about it Lincoln you'll miss it I wonder how that's going down uh, yeah this is like the, the third episode we recorded we've had to do a backlog because I'm going on holiday so um, Sorry, still, if you yeah, don't like it. Still getting people... Still getting the, the Get To It comments, which I'm loving because I'm going to stage a coup when I get back. Yes, yeah, so, um, so we're saying, like, we're literally giving spoilers for our law about about a month and a half in advance. Yeah. yeah. The time vortex is very confusing, but all the people still posting Get To It as comments, oh, wonderful. We lovely. Love Absolutely yeah. wonderful. It's On great. different episodes, it's spreading. <laughs> it's, it's spreading out from that one episode to just the entire First World Solutions slate. Like a good virus. Like one of the good ones, you know? Like, like a Yakult thing. We all know him, yeah. yeah. You know him. Pro, pro-virus him. Yakult. That's, it's... Not evil. But it's all in vain because the change has been made. But yeah, but it's still good. The people will speak. I'm a bit... I can't say they have spoken because this isn't out yet. <laughs> yeah, the people will speak. The people will probably speak at some point. Stands to reason. If you have any of your own first world problems, first world gripes, first world grumbles... Snaggles. First world snaggles. I like that. Yeah. Is it too late to rebrand? First world snaggles. Almost definitely. <laughs> I mean, we don't need to change any of the abbreviations, so it's probably fine. Yeah, that's what it's all with. We are FWS yeah. cast. Yeah. Yeah, so to uh, public facing, like, <laughs> yeah, to the untrained eye, I'll do some I'll do some edits, so like very small, inside solutions, it says snaggles. Cool. Mm. 
we all know I won't do that, but snag lutions. Snag. If you would like us to give you some snag lutions, <laughs> you can find us on Facebook. We're on Facebook as First World Solutions. On Twitter at FWSCast, or you can email us directly at FWSCast at gmail.com. We do check all of the feeds, all of the socials before the show every week. So if you've got a question and you worry about getting it in time, we'll catch it. We'll see it. Probably. Maybe. And uh, turn it into solution gold. Sorry we've taken so long to actually get to some of these because we were recording a massive backlog. So if we see a submission, we will get to it. It might just be a few weeks since you sent it in. Yeah, eventually the timeline will even out, but we're kind of in, Mm. in an odd space at the moment. Ahead of time, behind time. Who's the president? I don't know. I'm not entirely sure anymore. It's definitely not me. I didn't run. Yet. Yet. Or did I? (laughs) Tune in next week. (laughs) We have to go back for the gripping conclusion (laughs) to nothing. Uh, If you're on iTunes, please do leave us a rating and review and let us know what you think of the show. Do you like it? Don't you like it? What part of it specifically don't you like? Is it the fact that Joel has a new catchphrase? It's probably the fact that Joel has a new catchphrase. Not my fault. If that's the case, leave us three stars because one is too mean. And tell us why. And tell us what you think that we should change or what we should keep and why we're good and why we're not. If you are on iTunes, please do like and subscribe as well and just make sure to copy that link and share that with people as well. That really helps us out. But in the meantime... I've been Richard Wrangler. I've been... (laughs) I've been Charles Woodhouse. And I've been a fucking massive Chorizo. No problems. No problems.